You're listening to Spotlight on Locum Tenens on ReachMD in partnership with LocumStory.com. Today, thousands of physicians contract with Locum Tenens companies to provide physician staffing services in a variety of settings that include hospitals, outpatient centers, government and military facilities, group practices, correctional facilities, and many other settings. This industry continues to grow as more and more physicians embrace this approach to practicing medicine. So why do physicians choose locum tenens work? I'm your host, Tim Rush, and joining me today is Dr. Wynne Gregory, a general surgeon who works locum tenens assignments with Weatherby Healthcare, one of the nation's largest staffing and recruitment services providing locum tenens services. Welcome, Dr. Gregory. Thank you. Dr. Gregory, let's, let's start at the beginning. Tell us about your career in healthcare. Why did you choose to become a general surgeon? When did it start, and where did it start? Well, I went to uh, UNC Chapel Hill, North Carolina Medical School, and uh, I actually did 10 straight medicine electives, planning to go into family practice, and my wife said, I think you were happier on general surgery. So that's a pretty big influence on why I went into general surgery, and then I did my residency training at the University of Iowa in Iowa City, and uh, have been in general surgery ever since. I struggle with work-life balance continuously. I'm passionate about what I do. I can't even imagine what it's like as a physician when you're struggling with work-life balance and knowing that your work affects so many people's lives. How do you navigate work-life balance, Dr. Gregory? Well, when I went into training and then into practice, I vowed that I would put my family first. But to be honest, I ended up devoting almost all my time and energy to my profession and missed a lot of things with kids growing up. So tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, tell us about the struggles of working in the practice setting. Tell us about some of the, the issues that tended to tip the scale in one direction versus the other. Well, over the 30-some years, I was either in solo practice or in group practices and um, practiced 20 years in southeast Iowa and 12 years in uh, eastern Oregon and uh, was always very busy with the always in private practice and with the business concerns and the changes that have taken place, especially in the last decade, it just became more and more demanding and you kind of live your work. It owns you more than you own it. Tell us a little bit about your family, children, uh, hobbies. Tell us a little bit about the, the balance that you were trying to get between that work and that personal time. Well, my wife and I put two families together and we have seven children. And now we have nine grandchildren, and one of the reasons we moved back, the reason I should say we moved back to Eastern, I mean to Iowa, is to be near our, most of our children and all of our grandchildren. A lot of uh, seriously important things like ball games and theater productions and even graduations and things like that, if I got called on an emergency, I missed. And uh, along with trying to manage a business, and the various stresses that have increased for private practitioners. And I think I can speak for basically all private practitioners, especially in smaller groups, that the stresses associated with private practice have gone up and up. So let's talk about your locum tenens career. How did it come about, and how has it changed things? Well, it's been a very interesting experience. I um, did not have a job when we moved back to Iowa, and... Um, I certainly am nowhere near ready to retire, and so I looked into Weatherby, and uh, I have to admit I was uh, pretty 
intimidated and a little bit uh, anxious about my first experiences, but I can say this and not be exaggerating, they are consummate pros at helping the hospital and the provider work together in the locum setting, and it's proven to be a really rewarding experience. So how is it different from owning a private practice or working within a private practice? Well, I don't have to manage any business matters. I do not take my work home with me except to the degree that I make sure that my patients get follow-through. And um, it is just uh, you can return to practicing what your sort of ideal was when you were in training, actually doing your job and not doing a bunch of other jobs relating to business. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about working on the local assignments. So, you know, clearly you have a stated schedule. Um, but go into a little bit more detail for us, Dr. Gregory. Well, there's a couple of, of details that, that strike me anyway. One is that you can tailor uh, with your uh, company what you do and how much. And so if you can, it's not, you're not going to define it absolutely perfectly, but you can define what level of practice you want to be at, and they work with you in that respect. The other thing is that... Uh, with Weatherby, my first assignment was in Vermilion, South Dakota, and I really was anxious about what was I going to encounter. Well, it turns out that it was an excellent first assignment, which was a, a purposeful choice, and it helped me get into the uh, style of getting on board in short order, so to speak, with a hospital and a community. And, uh, of course, the most intimidating thing was different electronic health records. I, the surgical care is not that different from hospital to hospital. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Your Career in Healthcare on ReachMD. I'm your host, Tim Rush, and joining me today is Dr. Wynne Gregory, a locum tenens physician working with Weatherby Healthcare. So, Dr. Gregory, tell us a little bit more about tomorrow. What do you see coming up three years, five years, ten years where do you see your profession and practice going? My goal is to practice at least five, probably ten more years, and either do entirely locums or no more than if I were offered, say, a two-week-a-month job as a baseline employment. I would consider that, but I will. my goal is to always do locums assignments the rest of my career. And as we discussed with the uniqueness of locums providing a better work-life balance, what goals and what do you see happening over the next five to ten years as you're pursuing your career? What do you have goal-wise for personal time, uh, hobbies? Tell us a little bit about what that looks like and how Locum Tenens provides that balance. Well, uh, to start with, I want to be more in attendance with my wife and my grandchildren and children than I was in the past and just take part in the ordinary things that most people take for granted, I think ball games, graduations, and things of that nature, dance recitals, and uh, just be able to get together with the family and, uh, and uh, enjoy family and be present and be a presence for them, too. Absolutely. What advice would you give other physicians contemplating a decision to pursue locum tenens? I think that it is an excellent choice, especially for someone who's an established practitioner and they basically know their field so that they would be at ease with the, uh, not too bad, but there are some challenges in going into a new place every so often. It's funny, I was just saying to uh, 
the sound tech as I was coming in the booth today about uh, the first time I came into this booth, the nervous energy that I felt. I can imagine that it must have been similar, your first locum tenens assignment. But now as I've done this uh, a number of times, coming in I feel quite differently. Tell us, and also the physicians that would be considering this, what it's like the differences of that first locum tenens assignment now two years later with that behind you. Tell us how the whole process has matured you. Well, that's a very interesting question. My first assignment, I found myself actually verbalizing some of my concerns about uh, it being a good uh, performance for the patient and for the hospital and so forth, and being reassured by uh, Laura Clinton, who gets most of my assignments for me with Weatherby. And uh, that reassurance was really right on, and I found myself giving the same reassurance to other physicians considering going into doing locums. Any final thoughts for the listeners, the healthcare providers out in our audience? Well, I think that uh, you've touched on the, the, the big points. It's a, it's a relief from the stresses of private practice and allows you to pursue your career as you idealized it in training. How do you do your continuing medical educations as a locum tenens? Is there assistance through Weatherby Healthcare, or um, has this provided you more time for uh, advancement and study? I haven't really changed that much in that regard. I try to get 100 to 200 hours a year of CME, and uh, this year, for example, got to go to the centennial meeting of the American College of Surgeons in Chicago, and also do online training, and... Um, Try to stay up on the field, and uh, I am recertified. I'm board certified in the American Board of Specialties, and uh, it was no problem continuing the educational side of things. In fact, if anything, it's a little easier. Talk to us as well about um, malpractice, trailing insurance issues. How has that been worked out with Weatherby Healthcare? Well, that also is a very important point. We don't have to worry about some tail coverage if we want to retire, and we don't have to worry about working part-time, not being able to fund a malpractice premium. Dr. Gregory, talk with us a little bit about malpractice insurance. The issues that you commonly face, everything from standard malpractice to trailing uh, coverage. How is that covered when you're working as a locum tenens, as well as how does Weatherby Healthcare handle that? Well, it's uh, in private practice, of course, you're responsible for all of that, and it, of course, is very expensive, and Weatherby Healthcare provides that at no cost to us, the providers. Dr. Gregory, you've been working locum tenens now for almost two years. Have you been in multiple locations, multiple states? Have you been in one facility? And if you are in multiple states, how does Weatherby Healthcare help you with the credentialing process as well as the multi-state license issues? Uh, that is also an excellent question. I am licensed in five states, and basically, just like a private practitioner, I have to take care of my getting my licensure. But uh, I am credentialed with Weatherby and then with each hospital, and that is a, a kind of a valuable double filter for practitioners. The locums practitioners have to be excellent, not second choice. The other thing, the other part of the question about going many places is you 
end up repeating at the locations that you go to and you get an established relationship with the staff and the community. It's quite enjoyable to go back and, and be with the people you've worked with. Well, Dr. Gregory, thank you so much for joining us today on your career in healthcare. Well, thank you for having me. I'm your host, Tim Rush, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to Spotlight on Locum Tenens. To download this program or others from the series, please visit reachmd.com slash locumtenens. This series is produced in partnership with locumstory.com. Thank you for listening. A lot of physicians have questions about locum tenens, and locumstory.com is the place for them to get real, unbiased answers to those questions. Basic questions like, what is locum tenens? To more complex questions about pay ranges, taxes, various specialties, and how locum tenens works for PAs and NPs. And then there's the big question, is it right for you? Go to locumstory.com and get the answers.